Hi guys, we're here with Nick. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick's a PT. Um, you also, what, what do you describe your other role as? Um, pretty much assistant manager. Assistant manager. Yeah. At a gym, that is. That is at a gym. Yeah, it's at a gym. Nice. Okay. Um, so, how did you first get into wanting to become a personal trainer? Um, basically, the girl that I was with at the time was bored of me bumming around. She literally signed me up to do an apprenticeship at Civic College as a level two. Oh, how old are you then? 18, 19. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so she said, right, you're going on Monday. Have fun. I was literally like, all right. Went there, started up, away we go. Level wow. two, got a job at a club. And then, um, yeah, just went from there and then progressed on. Oh, cool. So it literally wasn't even my choice. I just got chucked into it and, yeah, loved it ever since. That's brilliant. Uh, I'm not with the girl now. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what about it do you uh, do you really enjoy? Um, the personal side of it is like just brilliant. The whole social, being able to chat to people, seeing what their life's like. Um, I do get quite a lot of joy out of hurting people. It's good fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, just sort of seeing people go from one thing coming into the gym to sort of six, 12 weeks down the line and they're a completely different person. Mm. And you, the fact that you've then helped that out, it's, it's, oh, it's a huge thing, mm. massive thing to be able to do. That's cool. And um, yeah, it just gives you a nice sense of achievement, really. It's lovely. Oh, that's really good. So um, I suppose uh, to get into the meat and bones of what you actually do, what is your average day? What does that, that really consist of? Um, it's changed quite a lot over the years. Um, so it, when I first started out, it was just basically shift work. You come in, you've been assigned inductions, reviews, whatever. Um, but then as it progresses on, I'm now doing stupid hours um, that ranges from inductions clients private clients cleaning classes um whatever we need doing at the club kind of gets done during the day um so it's, it, it sounds like not uh two days aren't the same basically no not at all um you could come in one day and you're thinking right okay i've got a couple of clients that's it it turns into i've got a couple of clients and then i'm going to do this and then i've got a couple more clients and then i'm going to carry on doing this and do this do this so it just yeah it's never the same and when you're talking to different people, that makes it so much more different as well. Mm. You could have, you never have two clients the same. They might come in and you've, I'm doing the same program with them, but they just take it in two different ways. So you could have someone that comes in and sort of goes, oh, I'm not really feeling this today. But they'll have a smash it. And then you get someone that comes in and it's just like, oh, I'm right for this. And then burn out within half an hour. So yeah. Is that, is that two quite common things you see yeah um you never have you never kind of have a medium it's you've either got someone comes in and smashes it or someone just doesn't feel like massively up for it and will just take their time with it nine times out of ten it will go it'll flip by the end of the class uh, by the end of the session mm. which is it's quite fun to do do you do you enjoy doing the classes as well do you love really get doing into that? classes because that's yeah you've got to be quite uh you know uh, you've got to not be shy to do to run a class, right? Yeah. So, one thing I've noticed about the fitness industry, anyway, is you've got to have a bit of a backbone. And classes comes into that big time, especially if you're taking on someone's class and they really enjoyed that last class. Um, when I took over Tuesday night spin class, they were all used to completely used to someone else. I come in and taught something completely different, and they were like, 
That was really good. However, music was shit. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> well, what were they used to, Ava? And you bring a bit of Slipknot? No, what so was it? <laughs> their like, standard way of teaching spin is dance music, something with a real good beat. I come in and chuck a load of rock tracks in and they're just like, what is going on? This <laughs> guy is not for real. And yeah, I actually had a few people coming up to me saying, I don't actually like your class because of the music. It's a good class, but I won't come to it because of the music. And I'm just like, all right, okay, um, all right, I'll change it. Year down the line, and I was just like, actually, I'm not that bothered. I don't <laughs> really care. If you don't like my music, you don't like my music. You can, like, we've got plenty of other instructors that you can come and get involved in. So yeah. it is what it is. So you got you've got to you know go the go the way you want to to make yeah, it as fun as possible. No, if you try and please everybody, then everyone's going to get on your back. If you do what you want to do, and everyone gets on board with that, it's a lot better off. You'll teach a better class if you're teaching the way you want to teach. Yeah, because that someone else shows teaching. your personality a bit more. Exactly. It? Yeah, through, yeah, people a nine times out of ten will come because of you. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's quite a, that's quite a nice thing to have. So that, that goes nicely into, um, you know, what kind of personality traits do you need to do this job? Well, aside from having quite a strong backbone, I mean, that comes with a little bit of time. You've got to be very approachable, open. You're, you're there to have a laugh. You've got to have a serious side to you, but at the same time, you can't take yourself too seriously. Mm. Um, obviously, you want a little bit of respect from clients. You don't really want them taking the piss. But at the same time, you've got to make it fun. There's nothing worse than going into a gym and being like, oh, my God, I'm so bored. Yeah, because you're not going to get the return customer. Then, no, exactly. Like, they'll do one session and be like, that's awful. I'm, mm. I'm bored, out of, my head, bored yeah. out of my head. So we get people coming in saying, that was brilliant. Love that. Can I book you up for some more sessions? And that's your follow-on. Like, nine times out of ten, you do a block booking. People then pay you up front. And then you're just like, right, okay, we'll get you from here to here in eight sessions. Do you feel that once you get a client, um, they're more, you know, you get them on board, they do eight sessions and then they might have a break and do another eight sessions. But once you've got them, they'll come back kind of thing now and yeah. again? Um, you kind of get comfortable with people so or people get comfortable with you. They'll start to trust you a little bit more. They'll sort of open up. But nine times out of ten, if you, they book a block of eight, they'll finish that block of eight and they'll go straight into another lot, which again is quite nice, obviously, for retention. But to have that people actually wanting to just come back to you but that's brilliant yeah like you finish the eight and you sort of think oh, i'm never going to hear from them again oh, man, that sucks but were they the right type of people for training with me possibly not and then you get the people that are like right booking straight up here's another so and so amount of money oh, wow. have fun so that's obviously a bit of a successful story with you having multiple people booking after and off over again do you have any interesting stories with people coming in? Um, Don't name any names. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, not really. Um, I've had a couple of clients when I first started out that were just like, this is not what I was expecting. Like, and I'm kind of like, well, what was you expecting? And they'll sort of say their bit and you're like, well, okay, well, I kind of gave that. What, else, what more do you want from me? I'm not, I'm not here to run your whole life. <laughs> You've kind of got to do some of it. So they're, they're sides that are a bit, little bit like, can't really do anything about. Um, sometimes you have clients that come in and you just look at them and you sort of think, you're going to be hard work. But then there's other clients that you think, actually, you are going to be brilliant fun. Um, and the more 
experience you get into it, the better off you are because you can kind of pick and choose a little bit. You get a little bit choosy. Yeah. You kind of see someone um, with the personalities we've got at the moment where I work, you kind of got someone for everyone. So if they don't work with you, then you can sort of say, look, maybe work training with me isn't going to be the best for you. So maybe try so-and-so, 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 see how you get on. So do you sort of, uh, in that case, specialise with different uh, people? So so um, do you specialise in different things that you do in the gym or would it be your just personalities that the different trainers would be better suited for clients? We're all different in the way we do things. Um, some people sort of focus on the hit side of it, so high-intensity training. Um, some are very weights-orientated. I mean, I like my boxing, so I quite like doing a lot of boxing training. But the same side of it, I'm a cyclist as well, so leg tr- leg conditioning and um, anything to do with cycling, I'm kind of there for that as well. So it, it all just depends on what the client wants and what their personality is like, really. So if you were to be hiring a PT, um, you know, what sort of qualities would you look for out the gate? You know, obviously they've got to come up to, they've got to be personable. But if you're going to hire someone, what do they need to show you in that interview or in that, that trial period with them? As long as they look like me, then we'll, we're already on a winner. <laughs> um, so we want someone that's that's very approachable, that's not afraid to work as a part of a team. Obviously, with PT, you are personal training, but you still are part of a team. So they need to mm-hmm. be able to work as part of a team. Show that they're not afraid to get involved. Mm-hmm. If you get someone that's sort of a bit quiet and talks a little bit quiet, nine times out of ten, it's not going to work for them right. because they're not going to make enough noise to get clients. Okay. You need someone that's not afraid to sort of put their head up and say, oh, morning, how you doing? Like, even if you don't know them. Yeah. And then you sort of build relationships and it works. I suppose on that as well, earlier you sort of mentioned um, uh, very basic of what you might do that day, cl- um, having clients, uh, sessions, or tr- cleaning. So I suppose is it, they've just got to muck in, you know? Yeah, they're, pretty much. If they're not doing something, get on and do something, you know? Clean, yeah, yeah. clean the gym, get yeah, they got. To, you've very much got to have that proactive side of you for someone that's just willing to sort of stand by a computer and just look at that and not really look around it it's just not the place for you if you're not willing to get stuck in as part of a team it's just not worth it like you're not going to get anywhere okay um so what would you say some of the negatives maybe of the role are okay so cl- sounds like you've prepared this. i've prepared this one <laughs> i've had a thought about it so the hours are long, and that's and not that's probably because you have clients come in after work. You know exactly you that. They work eight till five or whatever, yeah, and you've got to be there before when they travel to the gym. Training after. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's not amazing fun. You don't have much of a social life, um, but your social life is kind of in the gym. That's where you kind of deal with things. Cleaning sucks. Like that's <laughs> that's probably the most boring part of it. Um, if you're sort of stood around for four hours a day and you're like, oh, I've got to clean. Right, I'm going to go and clean the treadmills. It's just, it just gets so monotonous. You're just mm. like, this is, this sucks. So you try and keep as busy as you can. Even if you're just talking to people, it kind of gets you away from cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> and is, does that matter what level you're at? It, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're the, I suppose you're not the gym owner, but whatever level you are, PT, everyone mucks in, right? Like yeah. you said, you're a team. So. Yeah. If you're part of a team, everyone is expected to be part of that team and get stuck in if you're not doing your pulling your weight along then we'll pull you up and sort of say 
pull your finger out. Let's crack on. Stop being a moron. Okay. So any other negatives? Um, it sounds like you had a bit of a list. Going well, on. Obviously it's <laughs> not a, it's not overly, to be fair. That was okay. kind of the big bits. It is quite a, a, a big um, person's person interaction. But I mean, you've never really had any negatives with people. So even, you know, they are there to train. So even that is quite You easy. do get... I mean, you get the odd one, I assume. Yeah, but you even always then get the odd person that right, you just yeah. think, oh, just do one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you can't really say that. Yeah. You just kind of have to go, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll lick your ass. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you've kind of got to deal with those uh, people in the way they want to deal with. The more you sort of go, yeah, no probs, then they kind of start to go, right, actually, yeah, it's <laughs> not so bad. Um, So you mentioned about being a team in a gym. But from the outside, it must, well, it looks to me like you are competing with each other as well, right, to get clients. So what is the competition like in the industry, especially with the, you know, Instagram BTs, follow, you know, buy my program, do it in the gym. Like, how do you find, it must be incredibly competitive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never worked in the city, but I spoke to people that do, and it is just ridiculous. If you go on holiday, you've lost a client. Oh, it's, is that bad? It, that bad, yeah. Wow. Um but with us, it's not because we're only where where we are. It's only a small club. We're not looking for loads and loads of clients. It's just one of those things where, right? Yep, yeah, you're training with them. That's fine. You're training with them. Oh, would you mind one day just covering that? No, not problem. So we do. We are very close knit in the club. Is that also comes to you being in a club and not a freelance in some yeah. larger gym sort so, of thing? Yeah, because we're part of a team. We are a very rare find for instructors trying to be in either into the business or already in it and trying to find a new client base. We offer a wage. Now, majority of clubs now actually say, right, you're going to do 10 hours for us on the gym floor and we'll reduce your rent. We're not going to pay you anything. You have to find that yourself. So that's that's quite cutthroat. God, it sounds brutal. Mate, it's... it's Jesus. Yeah, it sucks. So that's where we work really nicely. And we I mean, we don't expect loads from our team. But as long as they put their head in, get stuck in, then we're like, you know, we're more than happy to give you some money and sort of get you started. Like you might be on minimum wage, but that's still more money than what you'd be on a club. So like uptown. And I suppose if you if you prove yourself as well, like you said, you know, muck in, get, you know, get your head down, sell loads of people, like you're going to do well in that environment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So working for, you know, a, I don't know, what would you call your gym? It's not a chain, it's just a, a independent, it's like a, it's a health club, I suppose. Yeah. If anything. That that sounds like a, not an easier route, but a more, more opportunity maybe. Yeah. Um, I'd say it is an easier route in a way because you've already got that, you've got that little bit of stress off your shoulders thinking, I've got no money, I've got no money. Whereas, you have got that little bit of money, so you think, right, I've had a bad week this week. It's not been brilliant, but I can still crack on with my life. It's not end of the world. Mm. Um, I can go on holiday. I'll still get paid. I can be sick. I can still get paid for that as well. Um, it's just, yeah, for being in a small club, it's just brilliant. Like, I wouldn't change anything. I've never thought, oh, I've got to go uptown. I've got to earn more money. It's just nice to be in that club environment. Do you get? Do you ever get tempted by the city a little bit? Because there, you know, I've seen a few. Well, I think Instagram's a bit. You know, it, there's a few lies out there, right? 100%. But a few, a few big trainers on Instagram. You know, they've got a couple of hundred thousand followers, and they 
train maybe 10 clients right city execs and they're charging x amount of thousands per session like does that does that world ever entice you or is, is, is that even realistic like there must be like a very few of those types of personal trainers yeah um from what i know about the industry is there is just thousands of personal trainers and everyone is trying to sell you something different the thing with the fitness industry is everyone has their own opinion after that it's kind of up to the clientele to sort of believe what they want to believe if if that makes sense but you see it through the results um but nah never have i thought i've got to go up to london I hate traveling up to london at the best of times so going up there for a job i'd just be like yeah you're all right mate that's fair enough so um you obviously said some uh, stuff earlier about the cleaning, which is uh, not the best thing. But what else would you say is not on the job description, if you are, um, which is involved in your day-to-day? Well, if I'm totally honest, the first time I went to the club and I got offered the job, they turned around and said, we haven't actually got a job description for you because it's just <laughs> going to be different every day. Oh, wow. Right. So with my job, I'm not just a PT. Yeah. I'm just, I work behind the bar work in the kitchen, do everything that needs knocking out, clean the showers is just rank, but oh. someone's got to do it. <laughs> so we just tend to muck in as a team and get it done. Um, but not on the job description. I suppose one of the biggest things that I found is you're almost like a psychiatrist or a life coach. Oh, wow. When people start to trust you, they tend to open up and you're kind of like, all right, okay, see if I can help you out here. <laughs> but Does it ever get a bit too much? That was going to be my next point. <laughs> At some points, you kind of step back and go, oh, I've just told him to go and finish with something. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so you kind of think, I've just got to take a little bit of a step back here and, yeah. and sort of look at things a bit more realistic and just almost listen to people rather than sort of throwing advice out there. Has that become more uh, a bigger part, maybe the mental health side as well? Because, you know, we all talk about physical health, but mental health has become a real big thing. Like, do you find that as more, 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 you know, becoming more part of the job or? It is becoming more and more. I wouldn't necessarily say too much here. Um, uptown, yeah, it's probably huge. Um, but for us, people just want to come in and just feel better generally. If they sort of walk out thinking, I've had a really good workout there, nine times out of ten upstairs, they're going to be thinking, yeah, I feel all right now. They might have come in in the worst mood. But they're coming, come out because that is one of the big things with the gym and exercise. You know, it releases that endorphins and it it just puts you in a better mood anyway. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. What going back to what I said earlier with people coming at people coming into the gym thinking I'm not going to have a great workout here, and then walking out thinking actually that was a brilliant workout. You're already in a much better place. Just walking out the door. So yeah, that's quite a nice. That's quite a decent thing to sort of have as a job, really. Where where can this job take you? So, you know, you, you started out as a PT, and I think you mentioned earlier before we started that you sort of almost got scouted by your current job, and, you know, you're, you're more than a PT now as well. You have other responsibilities, but where can this job take you, you know, in your career, or maybe you do a bit of travelling, or wh- where can it take you? So... In career-wise, obviously, you can lead right the way up to management. Um, it all depends on, obviously, what you want out of the job, really. Um, if you were to look to travel, then you can pretty much go anywhere. Anywhere that you've got gyms, they're going to hire, as, whether it's a freelance or whether it is sort of employed. You can go travelling for a year and just sort of 
skip from town to town going, do you mind if I do some PT here? Or what jobs have you got? Anything like that. Obviously, that's a bit unrealistic because you're not just going to go into a job, uh, into a gym for two weeks and pick up loads of clients. But there is that opportunity to do that. Um, I have thought about it. Um, it's been sort of there, the way the government is kind of going. I'm just sort of thinking, is there a way out here? could be good <laughs> so yeah it's a few people feel like yeah that. i think so <laughs> so that's for me yeah you can just take it around the world wherever you want um obviously you kind of before you go there it's better off to check whether they do take like recognize the qualifications you've got otherwise you might get out there and be like actually i can't do this so what are some of those qualifications like you, that you have and other qualifications you can get so um i started out as a level two, which is your fitness instructor, which is your very basic, that is just teaching you how to do inductions and get people safely in the gym. Then you go a little bit more in depth and go into PT, which is your level three. Um, from then on, World Your Oyster, um, you've got so many different specialities. You've got rehab, you've got um, pre and postnatal, kettlebells, boxing, um, any sport you do these days, like football, golf, rugby, anything, you can find a job fitness-wise in that. And how long has it taken you to uh, get your qualifications? So it took me a year to do level two. Then I had a year of just doing level two. Then level three, it took me about six months, but that was on the job. So that was trained while, while you learn, which was quite good. And then after that, um, I did my spin course, which took a weekend. Um, I've done body pump. I've done combat loads, but haven't necessarily done much in the last few years but yeah that's interesting what you mentioned about you know like body pump spin there's always almost i don't want to call them a fad but there's always a new like class in the you know in the pt and gym world yeah so how do you decide which ones you're going to do because they're every week there's like come and do this new class and then get become a trainer and it becomes certified like how do you decide which ones you you should do or you want to do um for me it's personal preference if you kind of look at something and think actually that looks really cool i'm going to give that a go go for it if you look at it and think that is utter naff that is going to last about four weeks <laughs> then yeah you, you have you got any any idea yeah i don't really want to name them because i've got <laughs> okay. a lot of mates that do do it <laughs> i'm kind of thinking yeah, i don't really want to tell you what you do shit so i'll give that a swerve <laughs> Fair enough, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, so down to a bit of nitty-gritty now. What's a sort of basic starting income you could expect as a PT? You know, say you've got your level two, maybe level th level three, maybe. What is a you know, base income you could expect in your first couple of years? Minimum wage. 100% minimum wage. Um, I think with the hours that you do, starting out, it is very difficult. Um, most people I know start from a young age because they're living home with parents, they've got no financial responsibilities. Then the further you progress onto it, it can start to go further and further and further, depending on the hours you put in. I mean, I'm working 60, 65 hours a week, but I'm doing quite well out of it, which is, is nice. So on that, you said you were um, being paid a salary. How does that work if you're doing different hours a day, different hours a week? So I'm salaried to do 40 hours a week. But then I've got private clients on top of that. I've then got classes on top of that. So it's just an, an accumulation of everything that I do. 
So you can, as a PT, really, you can, if you get into like a great little personal club or you can add roles onto your job, which helps with your income, right? Yeah, very much so. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty flexible. Obviously, like I said, the amount of hour, the amount of effort you put into it is then mirrored by how much you're getting out of it. Um, and obviously, you're saying you know you can progress just by adding more and more classes on. You spoke about um, traveling uh, and working that way. But when you do get up to a high level, such as management, um, what can you sort of be expecting at that sort of stage? So. From what I looked at in the past, you're looking sort of maybe 24 to 35, depending on where you're based. I mean, London, obviously, you're going to be a lot more. Um, but anywhere around here, yeah, probably looking at maximum of 30K, which is... And it, when you say a lot more in the city, this is like your basic salary, is that right? There's, this is not including PT or is that no, including No, no, that's, that's literally just your basic salary. I mean, right. if you're PT in as well at London, you could be working or you could be earning into the sort of 50 odd thousand okay wow which is pretty decent. quite a lot yeah but yeah. then my eyes it's i've then got to get out there i've got to get back yeah a lot of cost involved it, yeah so it, for me it just doesn't i just don't think that works personally okay so how is there one piece of advice you would give someone that's thinking of getting into this and you know that they're, they're not sure if they should or they might be taking a career change what is the one piece of advice you'd give them if you're looking to put some fun into it, into your life, but willing to put the work in, go for it. It's a giggle. I mean, you stand around shouting at people all day, saying, come on, mate, pull your finger out, one more rep, get on with it. Um, yeah, the hours are long, but if you're, not, if you're not afraid of that, then yeah, go for it. It's just great fun. That must be difficult with friends and family, though. The hour, the hours is the thing that for me would put me off doing it because, like you say, you know, when people want to train, is the hours usually you'd be at home with your family or friends, right? Yeah, yeah, there is that. There's that side of that. I mean, I hate, I just hate hanging around with my family because it's just boring. <laughs> I'd much rather be at work. <laughs> so for, hate your family, guys. <laughs> for not being me, um, yeah, it's there's a lot of unsociable hours. Um, you do miss a lot, but when you get to a point of where you can actually choose your own hours, it's up to you. So if you were sort of thinking, oh, I've got my mum's birthday coming up, we're going out for dinner, right, I'll block that out. I'm not going to bother working that. You can sort of, there are ways to work around it. Um, nine times out of 10, with your client base, they are nice enough. They'll sort of understand if you turn around and say, it's my mum's birthday, I can't do so and so. Then they'll be like, no problems, we'll just put it on to next week, let's go. So that's, yeah, it's not too bad. It could be a lot worse. You could be sort of stuck doing it all the time. Yeah. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was, um, I really enjoyed that. Thanks for you know coming for on and, uh, and having a chat. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Is there any uh, last closing comments you want to say? Um, I'd like to thank my team, you know, for putting me up to this. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just thanks for having me. You know, brilliant. it's been great Thank fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Been a pleasure, thanks mate. Thank you. Cheers.